The census count went from the teens to over 60. Let's get into it. Another week, another list. We got Butch right in front of my damn script. How you feeling, gentlemen? Look, Butch is going to sit wherever Butch wants to sit. I'm doing good. Gearing up for Baltimore Comic Con, the last convention of the year. That's right. You got to go join us on Whatnot. We're going to be doing convention coverage all weekend long. Whatnot may not be there as a company, but I'm getting the whole group, all my homies, Gem Mint, Russ Bright, Jeff the Golden Age Guru. We've teamed up with No Moss Comics as well as Carnivore. Hit the like, slap the subscribe button, and let's start off at the list at number 10 like we do every week. Number 10 on the list, and it's a mutant key. One that you don't see pop up too often on these lists, Uncanny X-Men issue 97. It's the first cameo appearance of Lalandra from the Shire Empire. Now, this one, she's totally obscured in the spacesuit, so you can't tell who it is. But it's great speculation if they plan to do the Shire Empire in live action like they did in the animated series. Debuting in 1976, Chris Claremont, goodness. This is the first time that we learn that Colossus's name is Peter. This is the first time Lorna Dane goes by the name Polaris. And we have a 9.8 record breaker to discuss, but not before we talk about the 7.0, which also broke records. Last selling in December for $133, up 13%, now selling for $150. It's nothing but record breakers on this book. The 6.5 sold for just $95 in 2021. It's up 4% selling for 99. And then we have the 9.8, which is causing a trickle down effect. Back in 2006, it sold for its all time high of $3,350. And it sold for just over 3K during the comic boom of 2021, where all books were exploding. Now, this all new record breaking sale, $5,040 for a 50% increase. 53 copies graded at a 9.8, 9.6, 161. The last 9.6 sold just this past September for $650. This right here demonstrates the powers of the mutants as it pertains to their spec. This book didn't break records during the comic boom, but just a year later is up 50%. Hot damn. Next at the list, at number nine, Marvel Super Heroes number 20, debuting in 1969. This is the book that emerged last year as one of the highest sought-out-after-Doom minor keys. A classic cover by Larry Lieber, Dr. Doom screaming to the sky, will he show up in Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever? That's yet to be seen. This is a tough book in high grade. Why we don't see them hit the market often. There are only three copies graded at a 9.8, and only two publicly recorded sales at that grade. One that sold in 2014 for 1100 and another in 2016 for 1050 The last 9.6 sale, which by the way, there are 13 copies graded on the census, was back in 2020 for 1700 That's the past. Let's talk about now. We have a CGC 2.5, which sold for the first time ever for $299. A 4.0, which sold for $380, 18% above its 12-month average. This is a solo story featuring Dr. Doom. It's a classic cover. Butch loves it. However, it's a minor key at that. And considering that we may see a cameo, a reveal, or just an Easter egg as soon as Black Panther 2, this book's going to go nuclear if that happens. And seeing that the 7.5 is selling for $680 right now, which is the same it's been selling for the last 12 months, bodes well for the spec possibly being the last opportunity to get in 
on the low. If you enjoy what we do, you got to download the best comic app in existence. It's called Key Collector Comics. Utilize code TOM101 to unlock a free two-week subscription and get access to this valuable comic book data before we even hit the mic. As many of you may know, I recently moved and I just went to a comic shop today, the first time ever going there, and the owner mentioned Key Collector app and how he uses it. If he's using it, you got to use it. Support the show, better your comic book hunt, and at the list at number eight, Last of Us, American Dreams number one. The comic book that came out in 2013, predating the viral video game, one of my favorite games of all time, by months. Now, I consider myself a gamer. I was a platinum trophy hunter back in the day. I think I have 60 platinums on PlayStation. I got stuck on this game in that sewer level. I couldn't get out of it. I think I saved it at a point where I had no life. So I have a love-hate relationship with this game, but a great game nonetheless, and a comic book that nobody knew what The Last of Us was going to be at this time ended up becoming a worldwide phenomenon, and they're even adapting it to HBO Max. There's only 6,032 copies that were ordered by retailers because the comic came out at the same time as the video game. And... As of the date of this filming, the trailer that dropped on YouTube for the HBO Max series has hit nearly 8 million views. And Fire Guy Ryan said as many as 1 million of them were him alone. We've got some record breakers to discuss in the regular cover and the variant. The CGC 9.8 of the variant sold for just $380 back in June. It's up 164%, now selling for $1,002. In order to have secured this variant, you would have had to purchase the $80 special edition version of the game. It accompanied it, and they're very scarce. There's a total of 120 copies graded on the census, and 26 of them are at a 9.8. So remember this $1,000 9.8 sale, because I think it's far undervalued. There's a lot of opportunity with that one. But let's take a look at the 9.6 standard market copy it registered its second highest sale of all time at 490 dollars but back to the record breakers and back to why that cgc 9.8 variant may be undervalued the standard cgc 7.5 sold for 55 dollars in november it's up 16 percent, selling for 64 dollars. there's as many as 57 graded at a 9.8 of the direct market copy you heard that right as much as half of that is the variant that you would have had to pay $80 or $160 for one of the two special edition versions of the game. We have a 9.8 direct market copy last selling in June for $1,150, up 9% selling for $1,250. Just a couple hundred dollars more than the variant at a 9.8. Make that make sense. Doesn't make sense to me, Tom, but number seven on the list, one of your favorite books re-emerging. Incredible Hulk issue two, the second appearance of Hulk, but the first appearance with that beautiful green skin. Do you think this is because of She-Hulk? I was going to mention that. Are we going to get the Planet Hulk World War Hulk movie that shows what happened on Sakaar? How did Scar come to be? Maybe that's what these collectors think. Well, we have a 0.5 complete copy last selling in August for 865, up 24%, breaking past that $1,000 marker for the first time in comic history, selling for 1075 Hot damn. The 3.5 is performing strong, selling for $29.50, putting it just 1% above its 12-month average. But then we have the 6.5 that sold for seven grand. That's 9% above its 12-month average. There are only three copies graded at a 9.6 of this book, last selling between 2011 and 2013, all for under $50,000. Hopefully, we see a high grade of this book come up in this market because it's going to blow past those records. Hopefully, we found out how Scar got such a terrible haircut. Hopefully, Stan Lee was 
involved. Well, we all saw what he did to Thor in Ragnarok. Moving on to number six on the list, a book that will not stay off the list. I feel like it's been on here every week since San Diego Comic-Con, Marvel Superhero Secret Wars issue eight, the origin of the black symbiote suit that would later become Venom. What's fascinating about this book is that although it's one of the hottest in the marketplace, there is an abundance of them in high grade, readily available all the time. So although we have a lot of increases over the last 12 months, averaging quite well. There's a lot of members grabbing deals on the low. Let's get into it. Yeah, that's what happens when the supply is meeting the demand. The CGC 9.6 of the Direct Market Edition has a 12-month average of $346, which is up 12%. But the last sale in October is just 332 The 9.8? is up only $2 over its recent 12-month average, but that's not the exciting part. It's trending at $7.65. The last sale was for $6.82 this month. Good job on the hunt. Averages aren't just up in this grade. The 4.5 is up 24%. The 8.0 is up 10%. The 9.2 is up, but just 1%. And then the 9.4 is up 22% versus the prior 12-month average. The 9.6 newsstand is even up. A strong 2% at that, selling for 452 over the last 12 months. And a member in October scored one for 421. When there is an abundance of availability, it's a great time to be patient. Maybe this is a key book if you're looking to put money down to wait on auction for. Keep those snipers ready. Another reason why I always thought these videos can be helpful, it's important to know what a book goes for so that you could potentially get it for less. Moving on to number five on the list, not a sniper, but a mercenary. New Mutants 98, the first appearance of Deadpool. Wolverine spec, Deadpool spec, still strong. I'm even getting a caught of that FOMO bug, but that's a conversation for another day. We have the first appearance of Deadpool, Rob Liefeld, goodness. And it was even homaged recently by the man himself. I was digging that homage. I think I saw him on Whatnot with it. I wanted one for myself. And Tom, how excited are you that there is a Mark Jewelers on the list? A CGC 8.5 at that, which sold for $650, 24% above its $525 average. I know that that's a tough book and it's even tougher to press. Don't like to do Mark Jeweler presses. I digress because we have a direct market copy at 8.5 that sold for 375 this past week, 9% over its recent 12-month average. The 9.4 is performing strong as well, selling for $562, 12% above its 12-month average. The 9.6 and the 9.0 are trending up 1% over its recent 12 months, and the 9.8 is back comfortably hitting the $2,000 marker, an increase of 16%, but as of the day of this filming, some members scored it for a couple hundred dollars cheaper. Keep in mind, we haven't seen prices hit like this for Deadpool post the comic boom early January this year. Moving on to number four on the list, we have a book that destroyed the CGC census. Ah, CGC ruined my comic book. I'm just kidding. No, no, there's so many collectors submitting that the numbers for Tomb of Dracula number one, Neil Adams' goodness debuting in 1972, the first appearance of Dracula in the Marvel Universe, be going down in price. Now, there was a lot of speculation with Tomb of Dracula 1, the first appearance of Dracula. It was rumored that Anthony Starr, who played Homelander in The Boys, was going to portray the character on screen in the upcoming Blade movie. But we don't know what's going on with the Blade movie. They're losing directors. They're losing writers. Mahershala Ali is upset. 
But there is a ray of hope. Marvel hit us with the Werewolf by Night holiday special and they crushed it. It was gruesome. It was dark. Man-Thing was awesome. The horror is probably something that they're going to invest in into the future. So it leaves us with a shred of hope that we may see Dracula, Van Helsing. But we do have a 9.8 census count to discuss, but not before we talk about a record-breaking sale of 2.5. Last selling in 2017 for $45 had an increase of 453%, now selling for 249 Huge percentage increase. A CGC 6.5 sold for $525, 15% above its 12-month average, just like the 7.0, selling for $649, also 15% above its 12-month. Many members remember that I sat in front of a Tomb of Dracula 1 9.8 white pager for quite a long time, and I made a trade earlier last year for this Journey 83 I sit in front of. Back then, when I made the trade, a part of the dollar amount was considered based off of the census count, which was under 20 graded at a 9.8 then. Going from under 20, looks like under 15, just a year ago to now 68 copies in a 9.8 on the CGC census. The book in September hit $10,800, which is down just a couple grand since its height. However, this book was trending in the two dollars to $3,000 range just years ago. It is still selling strong, but it isn't seeing the gains it was once seeing just a short year ago. Before we move on to number three on the list, Tom, I think open enrollment is active for November's mystery mail call. I hear we got some go, go Power Rangers. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers 101, Gretel, Lusky variant. We have virgins and we have trade dresses featuring the old and the new Rita Repulsa. And Jem, I'm going to hit him with an announcement. That's not the only one per box this month. We teamed up with Gabriel Del Otto. We teamed up with Carnivore Comics with a reprint of Batman Beyond number one. The trade dress version is also good going out one per box. First appearance of Terry McGinnis. I love the virgin covers you dropped for that Batman Beyond at New York Comic Con. Can't wait to see the trade dress. Moving on to number three, a book that's probably going to stay on this list until Ant-Man and Wasp 3 Quantumania hits screens. We're talking Marvel Premiere 47. First appearance of Scott Lang as the Ant-Man, but also the first appearance of Cassie Lang, who this narrative is clearly going to be focused on. It looks like Scott Lang is going to be teaming up with Kang the Conqueror, and we saw a short leak of a trailer two weeks ago, but curious, nothing since. I'm surprised Disney didn't just drop the trailer. The movie comes out in less than four months. They had that leaked footage come out, but we've had nothing. And collectors are ready for something with these strong performing sales. We're talking a 7.0 that sold for $143, 2% above its 12-month average. The 8.0 sold for 170, 3% above its 12-month. The 8.5 sold for 200 bucks, trending 21% over its recent 12-month average. The 9.4 sold for 325, 4% over its recent 12 months. And the 9.6 sold for 510, which is a strong 3% increase compared to the last 12 months. Next at the list at number two, Incredible Hulk 340, a cover done by McFarlane that many have said is one of the greatest covers of all time. And there's a lot of competition out there for which is the greatest McFarlane cover. On my channel, I recently reviewed his artist edition for Spider-Man with incredible oversized artwork by Todd. I'm thinking that his CGC signing brought a lot of renewed interest into his classic covers, this one being no exception. The 8.0 sold for $214. This book has been comfortably selling for below $200 all year long, an increase of 25% when you compare the 12-month average. The 9.6 selling for $504 is 11% over its recent 12 months, and 
the 9.8 hit 1850, 19% higher than its recent 12 months. The signing is pushing the sales up. But those weren't the only sales. We have a 7.0, 8.5, 9.0, and 9.2, which all sold 2% above its 12-month average. And the newsstand didn't disappoint, with a 9.0 nonetheless selling for 20% higher than its recent 12-month average. There are three copies graded at a 9.9 of the direct market copy. No sales data available for that. There are 932 copies graded at a 9.8. And although the average is up to 1850 compared to the last 12 months, the last sale was for $1,560 this month. Another steal of a deal. Good job, comic fam. Hit that like, smash that subscribe as we get into the hottest back issue comic book in the world, Man-Thing, issue number one for the second consecutive week in a row and the fifth consecutive week that it made the hot 10. This right here shows what can happen if the show lands with the collectors on Disney+. Plus. We've seen a lot of shows come and go cause a ruckus to comic speculation. Some books go up, some books maintain, some books go down. But Man-Thing came and was so well-received that it's made this book go nuclear. We've got some strong performers, we've got some record breakers, and we're gonna start with the CGC 9.0, which sold for $375, 12% above its 12-month average, along with a 9.4, which sold for $504, 28% above its 12-month. Second appearance of Howard the Duck, first solo Man-Thing title. And considering we found out Man-Thing was gonna be featured in this by trailer, only a couple months prior to release, we're comparing 12 month averages prior trailer and post show. The 4.5 selling for $53 in December is up 192% selling for 155 this week. The 5.5 sold for $94 back in September, and that's up 44%, selling for $135. And then we have a 9.2 selling for $450 in September, up 11%, now selling for the first time in comic history for $500. There are only 53 copies graded at a 9.8. The last one one sold for was back in September. We reported on it. Hit the like and subscribe when it sold for $2,160. We appreciate your time today, as always. Geek responsibly and stay so minty fresh. Enough said. Join myself, Gem Mint, all my homies on the best new place to buy and sell collectibles. Join us at Baltimore Comic Con. This is the first time I've ever been there. How about you, Gem? First time going. Link in the description and take a look at these two other videos. We made them for you. Have a great week.